Welcome to the More Than Just a Doctor podcast. I'm your host, Lil Supranet, MD. I'm a life coach for physicians, a practicing hospitalist, a wife, a mom of two boys, a reader, a dancer, a dolphin enthusiast, and all the things. Just like me, you're more than just a doctor. And that's what we're gonna talk about each week. Doctor stuff, regular life stuff, and all the things that make life rich and interesting. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome friends. Thank you for joining me for episode number nine of the More Than Just a Doctor podcast. I'm Lil Soprinit, your host, and this is uh, the second episode in the Creating Satisfaction at Work series, and this is going to be a fun one. So this episode is about liking what you like, really owning what you like, and figuring out and enjoying that at work. So first, I'm going to tell a little story um, about liking what you like at work. So if you know me at all, and probably if you're listening to podcast number nine, you probably know me personally. Um, Hey, actual real life friends. So, you know, I uh, love Diet Coke and uh, someone will pry it out of my cold, dead hands uh, at the end of my life. And our hospital is a Pepsi hospital. I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know who would ever sign a contract with Pepsi. Um, It must be cheaper. But, pardon me for my swig of Diet Coke. Um, Okay, but the story has to do with all the things about um, a hospital, like in a hospital job that I like, not all the things, but some of the things. So we have one uh, Diet Coke machine in our whole hospital. It's on the second floor, which is where the doctor's lounge is. Um, And you had to go down there special, you you have to have change or whatever. And one day about five or six years ago, my coworker um, and friend, uh, Scott, told me like this shocking bit of news that the Diet Coke machine took Apple Pay. And that that sounds like no big deal now, and it's not, but five or six years ago, Apple Pay was a huge big deal. And that you, the fact that I could go to the second floor during any time of the day and get a Diet Coke with my phone. So not have to keep change or go back up to the office and scramble for some money was this like secret hidden delight. I took so much happiness from knowing that I had a secret. That's one of the things I love. Like I love something sort of secret or hidden. So I had a secret. You could get a diet cook in the hospital. I could get it with my phone. So I didn't have to carry anything around because I usually don't wear a white coat. Um, and my friend, Scott, who I think of as not tech told me this, like, I thought the whole thing was great. So fast forward, many happy diet coats later, although will, I will say one gripe about it is they're not quite cold enough. Um, but still a pretty cold diet Coke is better than no diet Coke. So years later, I'm sitting at uh, one of the um, doctors, the nurse's station, uh, doing notes, and another buddy comes up, uh, my cardiologist friend, Jeff, 
And I think somehow, you know, my fresh diet Coke can came up because again, it's a Pepsi hospital and we got into conversation. And out of that conversation, I learned that there was a bubbly, uh, or a machine with bubbly, you know, the sparkling water in the, um, cath lab waiting room, which I didn't even know where that was, uh, or that such a thing existed and that the bubbly machine took Apple Pay. So I delightedly headed down there. Um, couldn't believe my good fortune. Um, it is really funny how much the small things delight you. Couldn't believe my good fortune that now I've got a addition to Diet Coke, which I try to stop drinking around noon or sometimes two o'clock. Now I've got a bubbling machine for the afternoon and uh, I can use it with Apple Pay. And it's totally a secret because who knows where the cath lab waiting room is? Not most people. Um, and it's usually the cath lab waiting room is totally empty um, in the afternoon. So it's like you're going to this hidden quiet place and you get like a minute of just total peace and quiet. So anyway, those are some of the things that I delightedly like and work. Okay, now this story actually has sort of a sad um, turn. <laughs> it's not really sad. We're talking about the drink machine. But last time I went to the bubbly machine, I was so looking forward to it. Someone has made the terrible decision not to carry any bubbly or any other similar LaCroix or whatever. And all the drinks in there are like Gatorade. And then they have some of those um, caffeinated energy drink things. Um, so that was a crushing disappointment. The other thing that's going on in my drink world is the Diet Coke machine for months now is not really taking Apple Bay. It's taken it like one time out of the last 20 times I've tried which as we all know, intermittent reinforcement, like keeps you going. Um, how, how that cannot be fixed over months time is beyond me, but lucky for me, I keep quarters in my purse so I can go up to the office, make a special trip, get my quarters, still get my diet Coke. Um, but I am hopeful that they will fix the Apple pay and the diet Coke machine. And I can have one of the things I literally love, um, love about work is the secret diet coke machine and perhaps the secret bubbling machine will come back anyway that's a long uh story to just introduce the idea of another way of creating satisfaction at work and again i said this last week but i really want to reinforce it we are responsible for creating our own satisfaction our own fun, our own joy, and our own meaning in the work we do. And it's entirely available and possible to us. And so I want to help you out with that. So, okay, one of the things I like at work, obviously, are the drink machines. But I want to start, you know, I also think very consciously about things, work things that I like. Diagnoses I like to treat. And I want to invite you to start thinking about the same things. What are the fun for you diagnoses to treat or the fun procedures or the most engaging, interesting work? I have a list. I actually have a whole long list of this stuff somewhere. I have it in my notebook somewhere, but um, I didn't rifle through all that because I wrote it a few years ago. 
um, to find it for you today, but I wrote some of my things that always come to the top of my head. So one of my favorite diagnoses to treat as an inpatient is iron deficiency anemia. Mostly, I mean, the type that comes, um, typically these are women, they've maybe had menorrhagia for years or had a bunch of babies. So not iron deficiency anemia from colon cancer, but I love, seriously, totally love to ask the PICA questions. I love the look on someone's face when you ask them, you know, if they like ice and then, and they say yes. And then you ask, like, do you like to go to a certain uh, convenience store for your ice or is there a particular ice? And that like moment of recognition when they're like, oh my God, yes, I go to the Circle K. It has to be this, you know, certain crunchy ice or whatever. Like that's such a fun moment on the patient, you know, doctor side. Like that's a really fun conversation for me. Um, and then I actually love the treatment if we're, especially if um, we can treat just with IV iron, of course, sometimes we have to give a transfusion and that's fine too, but I love IV iron in a healthy bone marrow. I swear to God, you can almost hear, I feel like you can hear the bone marrow going to work, like bubbling up, making red blood cells. And to see that number go up, watch the MCV uh, go up like in a day and the RDW get get big because they got new big cells and their old little cells and all that. Like, seriously, that is a lot of fun. So I don't know what one of your things is like that, but if you have that thing, I want you to notice all the little pieces about it. And so one, you get to reflect on what you like. And then when it comes your way, you get to really, really enjoy it. Another one that I like is um, acute congestive heart failure. You know, it's, it's satisfying to diarrhea somebody and they feel a lot better. I also particularly like alcoholic cardiomyopathy when you make them feel better. And then I've had the experience of getting to treat some of those patients in clinic who stopped drinking and take all their meds and feel dramatically better within a few months. Um, that's, that's a super satisfying uh, diagnosis. And I love to um, watch that process when it works out nicely, but even just regular old congestive heart failure, that's, that's satisfying to treat, make them feel better, get them going on the right meds, knowing that someone's going to titrate that up as an outpatient. Another thing I really like to treat, um, is acute pain in the hospital. I like, because sometimes I feel like that's something where we've gotten, a, there's a stigma about uh, giving appropriate opioids or um, maybe I know some tricks for adjunct care that's satisfying. So I actually really like that when it can be helpful and I can come in and make a real difference. So that's a satisfying one for me. Another one, this is a little more on the serious side. And I really don't, I haven't worked a night shift in a while and I probably won't work many of them left in my career. But one of the things that used to provide me with a lot of satisfaction when I um, was primarily a nocturnist, I used to really get a lot of satisfaction and meaning about doing end of life care in the middle of the night. Um, that's not the time that um People typically think about having end-of-life conversations, converting to comfort care, 
But a lot of times there have been multiple conversations with the day team, you know, perhaps palliative come and, you know, the patient and the family are not really ready, but some crisis happens in the middle of the night. And I always found it very satisfying when I could be really particularly helpful in that scenario. And I've, I had that happen multiple times over the years. Um, and I came to really feel like that provided a lot of purpose, meaning and satisfaction. So that's still on my list. Here's the, here's the thing that I don't get to do that I know I would find a ton of uh, enjoyment out of. And so I'm a little bit of jealous of this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So I don't really do any procedures anymore. I mean, very little, but, and I chose to be an internist. So we, um, hospitalist, general interns, we used to do some procedures, but we really mostly don't do them anymore. But anyway, I was talking to an interventional radiologist a couple of years ago about a post-procedure on one of my patients, a very sick elderly person who was not fit for a variety of reasons at the moment to get his gallbladder taken out. And we had sent this patient down to interventional radiology suite and the radiologist called me afterwards and told me that he put a percutaneous drain in the gallbladder. And I can't remember exactly, but I think it was like 60 cc's of pus came out. I was so jealous. That sounded like the most satisfying, you know, 20 minutes of the day. And the patient came back up. I went to check on him maybe an hour or two later. He was already better. So there's a lot of satisfaction when we get to treat things and people get better. Um, and so for you surgeons and proceduralists, I bet you have a whole list of things that are satisfying that I have no privy to. And so I want you to think about the things that you like, liking what you like. Okay, here's another category of liking what you like that I want to encourage you to think about. Back to the Diet Coke machine. But that's not the category of sort of physical stuff. The physical things at work that you like, the physical setup. One of the things that I particularly like, I like to take the stairs at work. Um, again, that's like a little bit, it's got that secret flavor. I know the stairs are not secret. But there's like, it's quiet. You only see the staff. Like you get a minute to have a little time to yourself up and down the stairs. So two of our four hospitals have good stair access. I really appreciate it and notice it, especially at our main hospital. There's stairs everywhere. And I like the physical setup of the stairs. And I like to notice that. Another huge thing for me is outside spaces at work. I try almost every day. I really make a point. I try to get outside for at least a few minutes. I find that real sunlight, as opposed to the fluorescent lights that we're under all day long, even five minutes of fresh air and sunlight is so rejuvenating. But of course, if I'm lucky, um, I can make space, um, make the time, make the point uh, to go for a little walk. And so I know not all, I'm sure there are spaces and walks that I don't know, but I know at all of our hospitals, and there's four, um, I know the walking uh, spaces, I know the little outdoor um, shady spots, 
there's at our main hospital, there's a space at the neighboring hospital, which is medical university. They have a cool garden with a bee, um, with bees. And it's like two minutes from our hospital by walking. It's right there. Nobody ever goes. Me and my friend Neil go. If we're working together, me and my friend Rachel go. I love to go and take a quick trip out, get 10 minutes of sunshine, see the garden and see the bees. It makes my day. At our other bigger hospital, we have a pond and it's right, it's right by the parking lot. So literally it's right there. I can go out. I can go see a patient in the emergency room. I go out those doors. I circle around to the pond um, and spend five minutes. There's like always tadpoles in the pond. There are birds of all sorts. Um, once one season, there was an alligator. Um, there's been a dead body in the pond, uh, not seen by me. But the pond is a hugely interesting place. You're like totally outdoors and it is literally on the other side of the parking lot. I mean, it's like such a high value space. And I bet at your hospital or your clinic, for the most part, there's some sort of outdoor space. And if you get a chance, make a chance, use it. I actually could talk for like an hour about all the outdoor spaces um, at our hospitals. I love them so much. In that same parking lot, this is a St. Francis parking lot. Um, there's a giant tree that you can climb. Um, and I was telling a partner about this. I'm like, yeah, I just you know, went out to the tree. And I mean, it's not really climbing. You kind of walk up in it. And my partner was like, one, you're out of your mind. And two, he'd been working in our group for like 10 years and had never seen the tree. I'm like, that's sad. <laughs> so physical spaces. Other things that are even easier to um, get on the physical space side, the windows, like there are particular windows um, at my work that I like. We have multiple offices. There's a particular office I like. And I just like to notice those things. Okay, so the next uh, category of things in the liking what you like are our people. I've talked about this a lot with friendship, but this goes on the list of really thinking about the things that you like about your job. And I would encourage you to literally think about who you like working with, when you, if you're like me, you look at the schedule that you don't make and you may see certain partners on um, that you're like, yay, it's going to be a great week. I got the dream team. I would encourage you to make a list and write that down. And then it's not just our doctor buddies. It's certain nurses we love to work with, certain case managers, chaplains. We have some great chaplains in our system and I love to see them. Um, even just to say hi, it really makes my day. There's a lady who runs our doctor's lounge food, who's been there for years. I love to um, see her when I go in and get food. And then I'm going to go my last thing on the liking what, what you like uh, for my category. So I was thinking about this fresh for this episode. One thing I like now that is new to me and 
I like to complain about our new EMR because it's still new and it's a little bit of a pain. We just got Epic. Um, so it's not Epic that I really like. I do really like the Epic uh, app on the phone, the Haiku app. I appreciate when I get paged as I'm walking out of the hospital that if the nurse needs me to write an order that they can't take over the phone or I need to look at a result, I have it right there on my phone. That's pretty new for us. And I appreciate it pretty much every time. And so that adds to my satisfaction at work. So I invite you all to make your own list, make your list of diagnoses, procedures, make your list of physical stuff, make your list of people, and then miscellaneous. Grow the list. Look back at the list. And I just want you to think about creating satisfaction as an active process that you have control over. I would love to hear. So send me a message, send me an email. I would love to hear some of the things that you love to love or like to like at work. So send me your stuff because um, I bet I bet there's a lot of things I've never even thought about. Have a great day. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you like this episode, you're going to love working with me directly. Sign up for email updates from me in the show notes. I'll send you a fun email every week called Friday Favorites. Everyone loves it. Or if you're ready to get started creating your rich and interesting life, book a free consultation with me to explore working together one-on-one. I can't wait to meet you. You'll find these links and other resources in the show notes. See you next week.